Today, we have more tips and tricks about getting some relief of the holiday stress. You'll want to stay tuned and listen to these really great ideas that could help you during the holidays. Welcome to the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast, a show that lifts, encourages, supports, and educates mothers to do their best in their awesome responsibility to raise, teach, and champion the rising generation. Join us as we talk to and answer questions from mothers nationwide about the challenges, heartbreaks, joys, and lessons learned from one mother to another. Hello and welcome to the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast. I'm your host, Tamara K. Anderson, along with... And I'm Deanne Taylor. Tamara, last episode, we talked about Dr. Michael Olpin and the ideas he taught your friend about relieving stress. I think now's a good time to remind our listeners about the four things that he talked about for relieving stress. The first one is exercise. Next one is nutrition. Third is managing your stress, especially through gratitude and thanksgiving. And the fourth one is get enough sleep. Now, if you need to review some of those, listen to last episode and Tamara explains those. But Tamara, I would also ask your permission if we could post on our show notes the link to your podcast where you interviewed Dr. Michael Olpin. Would that be okay? Absolutely. It was really fun to interview him. Yeah. The thing that's interesting though, is I've reviewed some things that other organizations and people recommend to deal with stress or make your holidays a little bit more enjoyable. Many of them relate to what Dr. Olpin said. We talked a little bit about nutrition, simplify your meals, eat healthy, stay away from all the goodies. I mean, don't eliminate them. But right. moderation is always good, right? Mm-hmm. And sleep is also one. You need to take self-care, manage your self-care, because if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to enjoy the holidays anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think another one is be realistic about expectations. Ooh. This so- is not the time to focus on perfection. No. Because you don't have a whole lot of control on what other people are doing. Very true. In fact, you have no control what other people are doing. <laughs> Especially when you're going to family get-togethers. Absolutely. Yeah. And and so, and I, and I think we were talking about this, that sometimes there's people who may be triggering to you or to someone in your family. So maybe, you know, I just need to avoid them. Or if they bring up a particular topic, just say, hey, we're trying to keep the holidays happy and joyful. And I know that if we get into a discussion about that, that it probably won't stay that way or something like that, you know, just uh, avoiding certain topics of discussion. Right, right. Well, some things that we might need to address too during the time is a grief or a loss and how that impacts you. Yeah. And if, if that's a sensitive thing for you, incorporate may, maybe some of Dr. Open's recommendations. Mm-hmm. Or talk with someone that will help you work through that. Don't don't let that fester and eat into your here and now. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know I've heard some really good suggestions from people who have experienced loss, like the death of a spouse, the death of a mm -hmm. child, and they found super creative ways to incorporate them into their holidays as well. Sometimes they set aside some time. Let's talk about dad and what you enjoyed about him during the holiday season, you know, or I had one friend who would write a letter every holiday season to her daughter who had passed and just kind of expressing the feelings of her heart and what she had done that year and what she wished she were there for. Do you know what I mean? Well, uh, you would be 15 this year. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's a real thing. Yeah. And the child is ever present or the spouse is ever present. Um, I have not experienced either of those losses, but I talked to my mother after my father passed away and she shared some of those things with me. And so she was happy to be able to share that. We hadn't talked about writing a letter, but yeah. um, be willing to talk to your family and friends yeah. about anything like that. Speaking of that kind of thing, we also need to consider caregivers during the holidays. Are you a caregiver during the holiday? Or do you know someone who needs to fill that role? And it changes things too mm -hmm. a little bit. And it helps us remember the very beginning, we focused on what's most meaningful to make the holidays good for you. Like we've already talked about, perfection is not the goal. Mm -hmm. Joy is the goal. Building those memories and making a successful, joyful time for all involved, including you, the mm -hmm. caregiver. And you always can simplify. We talked about traditions earlier too, offline. We have traditions. When we got married, we brought traditions from both sides of the family. But guess what? We had to modify those with our family, change them a little bit as the family grows. And sometimes we just had to just eliminate some yeah, and build some of our own. Yeah, absolutely. I know when my husband and I first got married, we never lived really close by family. And so we ended up traveling during the holidays and we quickly learned, especially with young children, that that was very, very difficult. We once got stranded in the Dallas airport for like eight hours of flight delays. And this is pre iPhones and stuff like that. So right. managing our children without distractions, I think we bought up every little plane in the airport gift shop. <laughs> I mean, it was just every little toy we could find because we were stuck there for so long. And after that, my husband just said, Tamara, I know we love spending the holidays with family, but he just said, honestly, I don't think we can do it anymore. And so we just, from that point on, we we started having holiday celebrations more on our own or inviting people that we knew either from church or in our neighborhood to, for example, celebrate Thanksgiving with us since we weren't going out and spending with family. And I will confess, at first it was really hard because I wanted to be with family during those holiday right. times. But I also had to be mindful that it was so difficult and it's so expensive to travel during that time right. of the year, especially if you're traveling by airplane. And so we just had to kind of change expectations. And like I said, it wasn't easy, but it was what our family needed to do at that point. Well, from a mother's point of view, I think that's very, very wise. I mean, there's a grandmother's point of view too. This mm -hmm. is something that I've told our children would love to have you gather when everybody can be here, but we, also recognize that you have your own family needs mm -hmm. and it's important for them to create their own family traditions. They don't have to always be connected with grandma, grandpa. Yeah. And um, so I, I honor that. 
Mm -hmm. And I, I think children who have to deal with parents who maybe aren't quite as understanding to begin with, be patient with them because they'll come around. Yeah. I know of a woman who in, just really needed her children and grandchildren, both Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Oh, wow. And it took her a while to recognize that she needed to share them with the other side of the family. Yeah. So it, just be patient mm -hmm. because their expectations need to adjust. Mm -hmm. And uh, so just show them love and tell them you'd be there whenever you can. But I'm, I'm happy to hear that your family was able to make that decision. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, it wasn't easy, but sometimes we have to make those hard decisions. Um, so, you know, don't, right. don't be afraid to making them if it's the right thing for you and your family. No, it has to be the best and the healthiest yes. for your family, both emotionally, financially, Yes. Physically. Yeah. Because if you're stuck in an airport for a day, <laughs> I which I know you were with yes. your family, yes. um, it it kind of defeats the purpose yeah. of gathering. Well, we hope that these tips have been helpful to you as you approach the holiday season, that you'll be able to look at it through the lens of having a more happy and joyous and peaceful, less stressful holiday season. Dealing with stress during the holidays can sometimes be overwhelming, but there's other ways to do it. We always talk about sharing and giving love and showing love to other people. In other words, sharing the art of kindness. I was able to interview several mothers during this year, sharing their experiences with acts of kindness. And I've saved several for the last episode of this podcast year of 2023. And I hope you enjoy them. You might want to take some of these ideas and incorporate into your family to help your children expand their understanding of the joy of giving. <laughs> My name is Doris Donnelly and I'm from Colorado Springs, Colorado. And one of the things that we've done in our home is we asked our children what they wanted to do for one of the holidays at Christmas. And they asked to forego getting a couple of gifts for Christmas. And so what the idea was, is that we would take the money that we would spend on gifts and put it into different envelopes and different dollar amounts. And once we sealed them, we did not know how much money was in each envelope. And then we all bundled up and got into the car and we drove around different shopping areas and grocery store parking lots. And we just watched different families, maybe a mom with a child, but different families. And then if somebody said, I'd like to give them an envelope, we would drive up and just say, Merry Christmas and hand out an envelope to them and then drive off. We didn't introduce ourselves. We didn't say anything to them. And I've talked to both of my kids just this past week, and both of them brought up that this is one of their most fond memories of gifting or the act of kindness in our lives. So it, it touched all of us that we were able to do that one Christmas. Hi, I'm Lene Pryon, and I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. 
So years ago, my husband had just been laid off from a job and I got very ill and was in the hospital for 16 days. And when I got home, so this was over Thanksgiving time. So when I got home, it's beginning of December and I was still so sick that I spent like the next two weeks in bed. All I did was sleep. And so here it's Christmas time. I don't have energy to go shopping. My husband didn't have a job, so I really didn't have much money to go Christmas shopping. And some we started getting these packages on our doorstep a couple of weeks before Christmas with one of the kids' names. And the kids would just light up and excitement and oh, who's gonna what package is this is gonna be for? Who's whose name's gonna be on the next one? And they go, I want to go out and try to find out who's dropping these packages off. And I know they were family members and church members, but I don't know who they were. But they knew my kids because the gifts that they left on the porch were definitely, they knew what my kids liked. I was so grateful for this experience and for this help because I didn't have any energy. And that's back before internet when you could just buy things online and have them shipped to you. You had to go out and physically go to the store and buy things. And I didn't have the energy and these people I also didn't feel like I was worthy of that, but that showed me I was and showed me I was worthwhile. And then other church people would bring in meals. It helped our family a lot. It helps me want to um, take meals into families that need help because it, it really meant a lot to me and, and my children, because I wasn't able to do much for Christmas. It gave them a Christmas experience and and I'll forever be grateful for the people who took time to do that for my children. And so it was it was a good experience. So my name is Meg Johnson, and I am from Utah. I want to tell you a story about a parking garage. It was a very full parking garage. It was in Salt Lake City, Utah, and it was during a very busy time when there were tons of people in Salt Lake, and they were trying to park, and they were trying to go these places, and you know, whatever. And there's a million underground parking garage areas in Salt Lake City. And I was going down into the one. And as soon as I started descending down into this underground parking garage, I immediately regretted it. I had to get to this errand that I had to run. I run a nonprofit organization, the Princess Pageant for Little Girls in Wheelchairs. And I had to go pick up some parking vouchers for them. And when I called them, I was like, oh, would you mind running them out to me? And the girl was like, I'm in a wheelchair. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I am too. I'll just come in. <laughs> so, so I'm parking in this parking garage and I'm descending and I immediately regret it. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is going to be so terrible because it was like bumper to bumper to bumper to bumper to bumper to bumper. And I get to the little spot where they give you the ticket and the guy looks at me and he looks at my wheelchair in the back of my Subaru Baja and he looks at my handicap decal on my dashboard and he's like, well, I'm telling everyone else to turn around, but I'll just tell you good luck. <laughs> and so I come into this parking garage and I enter this line of cars and everyone's trying to find a spot. It's just so awful. And if one car pulls out, another car is coming in and there's people honking and it's just really thick. And of course, there's no handicapped spots at all. And there's there's not very many spots. There's just no spots. I mean, just period. There's no spots. And so I'm just in this line of cars that's slowly traveling through the parking garage with no speed and no nothing except just a slow rolling 
as we go. And at the kind of intersect the the little pathways of of car lines, I guess, like intersect. So my line is going up one way and another line is coming down another way and that where they're merging. The one line is trying to get in our lane to come up with us. And there's this one car and it's like trying to sneak in, like trying to get, and the car in the, my lane is like with their engine and they're jumping on the bumper of the car in front of them. So this car couldn't get in the first time she tried. And it was just this other woman, just like me, just sitting in her car. And then so she tries to get behind that car that had been not very generous with his spot in front of him, you know, and that car did the same thing on their engine and got on the bumper of the car in front of him and would not let her in at all. And then she tried a third time behind that car. And I'm like coming up on this and I'm watching this like sad, sad scene the whole time. And I'm like, that is so sad. Nobody is letting this poor woman into our line of cars. Like, why is everyone so selfish with their time and with their space? And what difference does it make? None of us are going to get parking spots anyway. And so when it came my turn, the natural man, the natural woman totally took over and she was going to come into my spot and I revved on my end and I jumped on the bumper so that she couldn't get in. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why did I just do that? Like, why did I just do that? Why did I not let her in? And I was like, oh my gosh, like, am I really just like everybody else? Am I really just going to jump on the bumper of the car in front of me and not let this woman into my lane? Like, I was just thinking about how everyone else was so selfish and I am just like them. I am just like them. And I'm like, this is so dumb. I do not care. I do not care if I never find a parking spot. I don't care if I don't get those vouchers. I don't care if this day ends with me still in this parking garage. I am not, I am not going to close this day knowing that I didn't let this lady in. I was in more of an awkward spot. It wasn't like the best spot as the time before it would have been, but I just break my car and I motioned to her. I was like, come on in. I'm sorry. I want to repent, like enter the car lane. And she was able to just kind of turn her car pretty hard and get in front of me. And I was so glad that I did that. I was so glad that I did that because really of all the things I did that and I don't even remember I don't even remember everything else I did that day like I remember getting the vouchers I ended up with that but when I got to bed that night I was just glad that I hadn't been like everyone else at least <laughs> after I repented but I want to tell you the rest of the story not just the peace of mind that I felt because that by itself is the win but there was an additional win like a little you know prize because um, she was now in front of me and we were traveling along slowly through the parking garage and a person came out of the building and they walked between me and hers. So they walked right in front of my car and then up around her car and they got in their car that was parked. They turned it on and then they turned on their reverse lights. Their reverse lights lit up the face of the woman I had let in front of me and she was too far ahead to get that spot. The nose of her car was beyond it, but my car was right there. Perfect. So all I did was stop and she had to keep going. There was nothing she could do. And the guy in the car backed out in front of me and kept driving in that line of cars. And I just took that parking spot. <laughs> like, I feel like when we are kind to others, the universe shows us kindness. If I hadn't let her in front of me, I would have been the car who was lit up by the reverse lights. The car behind me would have gotten that, which hopefully was her, you know, hopefully the car behind me was nicer than I was initially, but I, that was a little bonus 
that wasn't the real prize. That wasn't the real, well, that was a good prize, but that wasn't the real reward for that kind of, the real reward was I was able to sleep that night and I was able to look myself in the mirror and I was able to be like, yeah, I might not initially feel like a kind person. I might have unkind tendencies and selfishness inside me. But when I think about it and when I try, I really am a kind person and I can show kindness. And I hope that everyone can be more like the person I want to be. <laughs> so there you go. That's my story. Hi, I'm Lene Tryon and I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. At Christmas time, <clears throat> our family has what we call the 12 days of Christmas. And this is when I had kids at home, little kids. And so 12 days before Christmas, we'd choose the family and drop off something at their doorstep. So we tried to make it kind of go with the 12 days of Christmas songs. So like if it was 10 drummers drumming, we do like the ice cream drumsticks. They were inexpensive things, but my kids loved going and secretly dropping these presents off every night before Christmas. And because they were usually church members or family members, we would often hear um, what the family we left at their kids making oh, at our door we got you know and the excitement of them they didn't know we were the ones that did it but the excitement that listening to this other family talk about by having these little packages dropped on their doorstep and wondering what the next item was going to be but our family did it for years the 12 days of Christmas and I even have a daughter that had a cousin that was going through hard times and they got a whole box together for 12 days of Christmas, wrapped them and labeled them for day one, day two for them to open and sent it to them to be opened each day. And so it's helped my children remember those experiences and carry it on. That's a good idea that people probably don't think about. Don't limit things like that to your local community. Yeah. That helps you expand your mind to think of other people who could use that that are not local to you. I like that idea. Thank you for sharing that, Lene. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm Julie Cangelosi from Washington, D.C. And kindness and the importance of really just giving back has been part of my life ever since I was a little girl. Kindness is something that I am trying to also show my children, Landon, who is eight years old, and Elle, who is six years old. And it's not just those little small acts, but even during especially the holiday season. It's a time where it can be very easy for children to just want to be able to write their super long Santa lists. And I always say that it's important for them to also write lists for other children, for those who may not have something to open on Christmas morning. So we will write lists for toys that they would also like to have, but then we get to go to the store and shop for somebody else. They get to pick out the same toys and they put it in the cart and they get to go check out with some money and have that feeling to be able to put it in the bag carry it home and wrap it to be able to put that love and joy into that box and then go deliver it themselves to the children. I can see the joy in their face and the smile as they're giving it. But to me as a mom, it is an overwhelming sense of warmth and honest to goodness, just so pride to see a six and an eight-year-old give their heart of something that they'd probably want themselves to others. That's a great story. I, it brings me to the point that we were having a struggle. We have eight children and it was a bad year. 
but we had friends who were having a worse year than we were and they were losing their home. So we talked to the children and they were friends with this family too. And I said, okay, we'd like to surprise the family and do something for the family because they're not going to have a Christmas. So would you like to help them do a Christmas? So each of my children picked something that was in good shape, that was theirs, something that they liked. And we wrapped it and put it in a box and left it on the step. And we did that for the mom and dad too. And the next day, Christmas morning, I got a call from this mother and she goes, Deanne, you won't believe what happened. Somebody brought us food and somebody brought presents for my family. I don't know who they are or how can I thank them? And I said, you know what? I bet whoever did that will just expect you to pay it forward in the future when you are in a better position. They were happy to help you this year. And to this day, she never knows. My children were silenced too. They never shared. Uh-huh. And and I agree with you that the joy that children can feel in giving of themselves is unspeakable. It really is. And, and I have the chills, Dan, listening uh-huh. to that story. Literally, like they're so like the chills. What a what a beautiful story. Thank you for, for sharing that. Well, and that's incredible. Kids kept it a secret for all those years, too. That's amazing. Yes. yes. In fact, my son is still friends with the, the oldest daughter. They went oh, to wow. college together. And they're 40 years old now. <laughs> well, they may know now once they listen to this podcast. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no, maybe not. The family might not know. And they might guess or not. I don't know. That's true. I hope you enjoyed those stories. I love talking to people and mothers, especially about how they have found experiences that impact their children and help them see the importance and the reward of giving and sharing with other people. Like I mentioned, this is the last podcast for 2023. And you also know that we are rebranding our American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast. We've already received recommendations of what we should call the virtual learning program and eventually the podcast. We've been going through the names that have been submitted. Now, we will give you another opportunity in January on the Face American Mothers Community Facebook page to pick your cho- top choice. We are rebroadcasting some of our favorite podcasts in January. I will update you at the end of those podcasts about what is happening with the virtual learning program, when we will have the opportunity for you to vote on which of the final names that you like. We're starting January 2024 by rebroadcasting a wonderful podcast. Might be covering something that you're thinking about for a New Year's resolution. It's from Angela Ingo, and she's going to help us find fun and easy ways to organize and declutter our homes. And this is a perfect time to do it. Help us get rid of the holiday decorations that we're not going to use anymore and have the courage to let them go and organize a little bit better. In the meantime, you have a wonderful holiday season. May you and your family be blessed and may you have safety through these holidays in whichever way you celebrate. We love you. We wish you the best. See you next time. so much for listening to today's show. If you like what you heard, subscribe so you can get your weekly dose of mom-to-mom encouragement. We understand that being a mother can be overwhelming, but we hope that you found something useful you can apply to your own life. We invite you to share this episode with a friend who might also enjoy the message. 
The mission of American Mothers is to support mothers, empowering them to positively impact their families and communities. We want each one of you to discover and share your innate, inherent, and natural abilities to bless your children and others. The primary purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of American Mothers Incorporated, its members or employees. AMI is not responsible for, nor does it verify the accuracy of the information contained in the podcast, nor does the series constitute any professional advice or services. We look forward to visiting with you one mom to another. Until then, just do your best at mothering and remember you're not alone. You've got an army of mothers all around you cheering you on.